As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. This is a View from the Bullens podcast. Listen to all the news, views and inside track from Goodison Park. This is a View from the Bullens podcast, sponsored by the Beer Keller, Liverpool One. Welcome back to another episode here at View from the Bullings. Joining me today is the 1878's very own Katie Carter and, of course, Paul Draper. Katie's been a driving force, a huge driving force in the whole campaign that has gone behind the 1878's push towards the Premier League and Sky Sports and everything else that goes with it. Everything that you saw at Goodison Park against Manchester United was down to the 1878's. A fantastic effort, a joint effort amongst a group of Evertonians. But Katie Carter has been a huge driving force and we're absolutely delighted to have Katie here with us today to talk about what has been going on with the 1878. Katie, great to have you here. I've known you for a very long time, mate. Unbelievable what you guys have done. Absolutely fantastic. Everyone is so proud of the 1878 and to have them associated with Everton Football Club. But what you guys have done, first of all, to, to raise over £40,000 towards banners, flags, the plan to, to, to push for justice for Everton, we'll say. Let's just talk about the Manchester United game. That must have took some planning, mate, because that was some organisation. It was almost military style, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, to be honest, I'm not going to sit here and take a lot of the credit for that. Um, I'm actually going to pass that on to Gemma. Um, I had a bit of a tough week, but on a personal mm. note, me and Gemma voted. Um, actually lost my uncle last Sunday, so um, it's been like quite a tough week for the mm. pair of us, but... To be honest, she was like a bit of a sergeant major within the group. I think Paul will agree with this. Um, and sorted everything out. Unbelievable, to be honest. Um, yeah, we, I was quite tough back, to be fair. I was just praying it went smoothly. But I didn't expect it to go as well as it did. Some of the photos that have come out after it are fantastic. Because, you know, that's exactly the image we wanted to show the world. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we were able to do that. Mm-hmm. Paul, you were obviously a part of the 1878s as well as a, a huge contributor here at View from the Bullens. I saw just how much effort you guys had put in, just how much the group had put in as a whole. What you guys did, you basically sacrificed so many hours. You went to the, the meeting at the Winslow in the week, Katie, to discuss what the 1878s were doing, what you were planning to do for now and beyond. But Paul, it was a huge effort, wasn't it? It really, really was. It was... One of the most tiring weeks I've had, <laughs> honestly, was having to get 
the card sorted, the banners, who was going to go where, where was where was each flag going to go, or who was going to hand cards out. It was honestly hectic. And then it got to something, it was like, okay, now it's D-Day, now it goes right it, very well, or it goes awfully. But luckily enough, thank you to everyone that is in the group that was able to help every volunteer that DM'd the account or emails or or even just likes the tweets or whatever. Anyone that helps wouldn't have been obviously possible without all the volunteers, without obviously Katie, Gemma, every single person involved. But yeah, I, I was happy when I when it got to like 4.31 and I got back to my seat and then got natural score and I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, why have I done this? But yeah, and I wanted to have a little break, but then got to Monday and we're back now, mm. planning what's going to come in the future. Mm. But we're just going to stick with the Man United game first and foremost. Katie, are, are the 1878s happy with how it all went? I know obviously some of it's been censored by by Sky Sports and other publications, and we'll go into that shortly, but are, are you guys as a group happy with how it all planned out for you? Yeah, it was fantastic, to be honest. Um, can't thank the volunteers enough as well. Even people who, who hadn't come forward beforehand, on the actual day itself... The people around the ground, the amount of fans that were like, "Y'all give me some of them, I'll hand them out, I'll take them to pubs." Really, everybody was just absolutely unbelievable. To be honest, um, Paul, God love him, Paul's been fantastic all week. He really has. He's been up the wall, um, and these things, you know, they do take time. You, you know, we've got full time jobs, and you know, this is this become a second job full time. Second job last okay, my first, basically. <laughs> yeah, because we were still on work, logged on to work at like 10 o'clock on the night some nights. And, you know, it was just one of them where, because it come in such a short space of time as well, because it was like the Friday or something. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, right, we need quite a quick turnaround. So that turnaround literally just whipped it up. It become like a bit of a welcome distraction for myself. Yeah. But, wow, it was, it was hectic. It was a hectic week. Um, but, you know... You don't need the likes of Sky to show the world. We showed the world, and so did other people. So, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, we're not we're not sitting here playing the victim. That's not what we've done it for. You know, we're holding our hands up and we're only admitting that we've done wrong, and that's fine. But well, it's not fine. But mm-hmm. you know, I know what you mean. we're not accepting the punishment. Mm-hmm. You know what's being dished out. Why should we? Because let's be honest. If it was mainly six other clubs in that league. It wouldn't be this out to them. So why should we sit there and get our bellies tickled? I don't think we should. Mm-hmm. So as a group, we stood up and, and thought what we we was the best thing to do. And luckily, 38,000 Evertonians followed. So we're absolutely delighted and can't mm-hmm. thank them enough. Well, it first of all started on the Saturday, didn't it, at the Manchester City versus Liverpool game with the flyover, Katie. How did you guys organise that then? Because, again, that's an, it's another huge task to arrange, isn't it? Yeah, um, one of our friends who's not in the group, um, I'll name him, Barry Jones, he's done great, he contacted the playing company for mm-hmm. us um, and he sorted that out on, on our behalf. So um, we've used him in the past years ago, um, but we won't get into that right now. But <laughs> um, We were used to be regulars back then, but he contacted them and you know we knew that we couldn't do it for the half hour kick-off because it was too dark. No better opportunity than to show the world between the game between Liverpool and Manchester City with the world watching. Obviously, they didn't show it. Also said they didn't hear it. We know that's not true, so 
you know, that is what it is. But we didn't need that company to show the world it because the world's seen it. So I think the message was put out there really clear. Absolutely. So let's go back to Goodison Park against Everton versus Manchester United at Goodison Park. Pre-game, all the cards have now been given out around the ground. You had, what was it, six or seven points where you were handing them out around the ground? I think that was the official standpoint. Was that right? Six or seven? There was initially seven points. Yeah. I, I'll take responsibility. For, I decided to scrap one of the points because it was outside the way. And then I personally thought, OK, let's just focus on having everywhere with Everton fans covered. Yeah. And then we had every single pub basically covered. People were coming in and going to this pub. I'll just uh, take some. And yeah, it was about... And so you could have got them for about 12 places, 12 or 13 different places, I think. And how many cards were there to give out? 38,000. And there was 38,000 to give out. Right, so yeah. pre-game now, everyone's in their seats. Were you guys surprised? just how many people lifted them up. Because sometimes when you do these sort of things around grounds, around the world, you sometimes get 60% of the ground holding them up. But this was, not including the away end, this was nearly full capacity. I was, all lifted I, up there I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked. I was shocked. I was at the front of the Gladys Street with that big yellow banner. And when I saw every single person in the park, and that one I thought, wow. And then you just saw the Bullens Row pop up and then, the sort of enclosure and main stand and the glass here, I'm like, wow. And obviously, I was in the fan zone handing mine out, and you could see every person really had one. You could see, like, he was offering the house, and like, I've already got one, I've already got one. And I didn't expect that many people to have one. I, 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 I couldn't believe that we managed to pull off every single, well, basically every single person in the ground having one without obviously being able to put them on seats. Mm-hmm. And just being outside the ground, because obviously we didn't want to even get the club involved in that, because we don't want to... Well, it's really important to talk about that, and, and I'll let you discuss that, Katie. Sorry to interject, Paul. You, you, you just spoke about the club not being involved. Now, obviously, the club can't get involved in these sort of things, so that must have made your life even more tougher, Katie, considering the club can't get involved in these sort of things for legal reasons, Premier League reasons, fine reasons... That must have made it even more tough knowing that in reality you guys were on your own with this, weren't you? Yeah, it was. And normally, like they give you the hand with with other things in the club, and normally great when it comes to helping us out. But we didn't even involve them. We weren't even going to ask for the help. To be honest, you know, this was completely fan led. Mm-hmm. Um, we pushed this ourselves. We didn't want to hinder any appeal. What this, what the club are going to put forward. So we wouldn't even ask them for their help in any situation. But. It was like a three-hour turnaround outside that ground on Sunday. It was a bit manic at times, I think. And cold. At one point, and absolutely freezing. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like um, a frozen chicken by the time I got home, <laughs> thought, no, it was horrible. But it, do you know what? It was worth it in the end. And I think it was about 10 past three or something. Gemma had rang me. I think she was the other side of the ground. And she said, well, can't you do it? to get closed off the march. You know, people had asked us and we were looking to do a march, but we couldn't facilitate it ourselves we were because of due to the cards being given out so we asked mark lady mark lady fronted it in the brick done a fantastic job by the way credit to mark for that because he didn't have to take that on his shoulders because it's it's a big responsibility when um, we said oh, we'll go down with some cards it was just chaos on county road mm-hmm. the chaos, it, was, it was brilliant everybody holding the cards up and all singing songs and we had to ring ben 
I was on the phone to Ben Barry saying, you're going to have to come down here and bring us more cards. So there was that many people. I reckon I must have given out, I think a box was just over a thousand. Mm-hmm. In 10 minutes, I must have given one out. And it was just like that. The whole box gone in 10 minutes? Yeah, gone. And everyone was just like queuing up for these. But where are the things? And we were just, just manic. But obviously, I'd say at least 98% of the ground. Mm, yeah, I agree. Means, but there's a great image. If you can find it somewhere and it's absolutely brilliant, I need to put it on them. You've got the Gladys Street and everybody's got a pink card and this one lad doesn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just giving finger gestures Is and it's really? absolutely brilliant, <laughs> the image. And it's like, no card, no problem. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But the best way for me was when it wasn't even the anthem. It was... When they brought the boards out. Yes, when they bring the Premier and League flag the out. Yeah, as well. In the corner, in the top, doing the, mm-hmm. the banners. And I just seen them. I just heard these boos, but Everton songs were playing. And I just seen them bring the boards out. Oh, God. Everybody was laughing their heads off and booing at the same time. But, you know, it's you're all on the same page and naturally freshen. Mm-hmm. You know, you're all fighting the same fight this Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Instead of fighting against each other and fighting against the club as we have been for a long time um, but I think you know we're all unified and we're all looking in the same direction so for once which is quite good No fair play to you absolutely massive congratulations it was a great effort and I think it probably went as well as anybody could have ever dreamed of including the, the banners and the flags for kick off obviously when they get unveiled they get draped and everything that goes with it the timing was was perfect. I think it was absolutely spot on. And you, I was petrified of the one I was in charge of. Yes. What, what was your? What, what were you in charge oh, so of? I was on that yellow, yellow one on the Gladys. Yes. Team. I was petrified. Not even in case it went wrong, but in case it went wrong, having having to front that it went wrong. Having to front Katie pet- that it went yeah, wrong. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I was petrified. <laughs> so the the, the man you. Operation, we'll call it, went according to plan, went really, really well, spot on, perfect. So a lot of people will ask, what's next for the 1878, Katie? What, 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 what's next? What's the next plan? You've done a tweet today, t- today's Wednesday, regarding yeah. more flags, more banners, which are going to be taken to Nottingham Forest, is that right? Yeah, um, they're not big ones, we mm-hmm. have to fit within the regulations of the city ground. Unfortunately, they're only two metres by one. Um, but I think we've got seven banners. Um, we've got a card for every person in the away end. They can the same cards as Man U. Okay. Um, because when we initially bought them, we actually got fifty thousand of them made, so we could use them for away games in the next few weeks. Because the turnaround's quite quick with the games. Yeah. Thick and fast, in December. So, um, yeah, we've got one for every person in the away end. They can be picked up either to from today. In from the brick pub, um, or Dave Kelly will have them in the car park where the coaches are on Saturday when he gets to the stadium. I think he'll have about 2,000 on him, so he's kindly offered and is helping, he's going to distribute them. Um, some of the banners, what we've got, um, we have mentioned the, the Premier League Sky Six mm-hmm. or Sly Six, as, yeah. as they were named back then. Um, we understand that, you know. Our breach has nothing to do with them. We're not we're not disputing that fact, you know. But we're simply highlighting a, a clear message. Um, you know, they give twenty two million, I think they donated it, for the good of football as a um, a gesture of goodwill. A good, yeah, a gesture of goodwill. So um 
I think it was for, for the good of football or for whatever reason that was. I think it's in the Premier League statement from 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they didn't get punished for, for anything. They they spent three million pound per per club, you know, for trying to break away and putting our league in well, not our league, but the Premier League in into disrepute. So, you know, at the end of the day we we're, we're sitting here and um we're looking at them and we're thinking, well, you got away with, with murder really, mm-hmm. for what you've done or what you tried to do. You know, our punishment is really harsh due to the crime that we've actually committed or the rule that we've breached. You know, it's, it's very harsh and, you know, the, we've highlighted that within some of the banners. What are they? Um, actually, like the master of corruption one. Um, <laughs> With a picture of Richard, Richard Masters, Masters, yeah, on the front, um, and some are aimed at that. You know, they've changed the policy w- within the middle of of everything what we've done. So they moved the goalposts. So we're, we're highlighting a few things, and we feel like some of these things have forgotten about. You know, there's, there's no harm in digging these things up. It's it's just an example of one rule for six. I think one of the banners say it. It's one rule for six, and the other for the other 14, mm-hmm. which it is, and that, that's clear as day. I think, um, was it Jamie Carragher or Gary Neville? I think it was, who actually said that this Sky Six are bullies. He used that word. Gary Neville. That, he actually used that, mm-hmm. that sentence last week. The bullies, and they are. They basically kind of run the Premier League. So we're highlighting this. You know, it's, it's clear corruption, what goes on, you know. We're here and we're, we're going to protect ourselves at the end mm. of the day, aren't we? We're going to stand up for us. So, them the banners highlight a few little things and a few little messages, and you know, making it very clear that we're not happy and we know what you've done, we know what you don't do to others, and we know what you're doing to us. Fantastic. So, how many banners are going to Nottingham Forest? Seven. Seven banners, Nottingham Forest, with sorry, how many leaflets was it again? How many cards? Around 2,000. 2,893 in the away end, I think. So around 3,000. Okay, fantastic. Unbelievable. So that's happening at Nottingham Forest game. Are there any more plans for Goodison Park to do things to continue? Yeah. From Saturday to the following following week through, it's like three games in eight days. So Mm. um, we've now sorted Nottingham Forest and we're we're having a meeting tonight, aren't we, with the group. and we're going to discuss future plans for the up-and-coming home games. You know, we don't want to solely make these home games about the Premier League. Mm. First and foremost, the most important thing is the team and the manager. You know, all we're doing is is sending a, a message. A message, yeah. That's all, you know. For 90 minutes, you want the, the fans behind the team. That's the most important thing. But there's no harm and no problem whatsoever in... in Showing a message, Jordan, and games, you know, why not? I think that's what they're there for, so use it to our advantage. Mm, absolutely, and I think the way you guys handled yourselves in terms of, we all know the Premier League would probably look for something to moan about or a publication would look for something to moan about. Did things get out of control? Did things go OTT? And I know you guys were speaking within the group because you guys have told me you know you were very very careful with the language that you used on banners the language that you used on the on the leaflets that you were handing out and and you know to keep things as professional as possible and as tasteful as possible and i think that's obviously you know very very commendable given emotions do run really really high and you pair 
obviously were heavy, both heavily involved in the in the game against Manchester United before the game, during the game. Paul, you you guys must be really really pleased with not only how it how it went and how the operation went, but just how well behaved it all was. Because like I say, emotions do get really really high, don't they? But the Premier League couldn't look at that and go, you know what, that was a an aggressive protest or it was an OTT protest. It was pretty much perfect, wasn't it? Well, yeah, that was probably the main, not point of concern, but the main point to be addressed. We needed to make sure that, for example, on our banners, there was no no swear words that the Premier League could then use to say they may have they may feel threatened by it or the or they don't like it. Anything that the Premier League could use against the club in the appeal, we wanted to make sure that that wasn't because of us. We wanted to make sure that everyone behaved as in their best possible manner. Obviously, as much as we can control, then we can't control if someone decides to do whatever someone decides to run on the pitch and, and to foot the official. We can't control that. We tried to make sure that people didn't throw the cards on the pitch. We printed them in the back of the cards so the Premier League can't find us. We made sure that we told or we tried to tell people pyrotechnics and smoke bombs, although they look perfect, they look visually, they are really good. The Premier League would nail us with them, so try to encourage people to not bring them inside the ground. So anything that we could do to help the club, not help the club, but sort of try and ensure that the Premier League had nothing to moan about, that's probably what took us also quite a bit of time to think about how we're going to wear this. So, yeah, even when speaking to, obviously, media or anyone that approached the group, we made sure that we were selective with our words and we sent the right message and nothing that could be misinterpreted or anything that could be took out of context. Mm, perfect, absolutely spot on. And another thing you guys were really, really keen to, to be was transparent, wasn't it? Obviously, the amount of money raised was phenomenal and you guys have still said contributions are still coming in to the 1878s to just given page and I think there was some money raised on the match day Paul said earlier you said Kate that you guys wanted to be really really transparent and obviously you've used the view from the Bullens website to put down where the money's been spent with pictures of receipts and I just think that it just goes to show that what you guys are doing is, is remarkable you know no one's in it for self gain no one's in it for self praise you're all in it together as a fan base to try and again raise awareness to the Premier League, to Sky and, and to the footballing world. And being transparent, Katie, me and you spoke off air just pre end and you said you really wanted to talk about being transparent in the 1870s because it is a lot of money, isn't it? And you said to me off air, a lot of people have put their hard-earned money into that account and you guys just wanted to be as transparent as you possible and show people where the money was going. Yeah, and of course, you know, we totally understand there's a cost of living crisis um, and people are really struggling. We know Christmas was coming up and, and, you know, to be honest, we're overwhelmed. Like, my jaw hit the floor when I I knew how much had been raised. Mm. I couldn't believe it, but it shows you also how, you know, the feeling towards what's gone on, that everybody is on the same page. But it's so important to be transparent, you know. Um, we've put the, the banners out today. We've put exactly what they're going to be for Nottingham Forest, you know, by doing that, you're putting yourself in a bit of a situation, you know, Nottingham Forest are clearly going to get wind of what banners are, like what are going into the stadium. Now, that's entirely up to them. Now, they've seen them, should they let us in with them? But, you know, we discussed in the group this morning, 
you can't say you've got seven banners and not show people what they are and just expect people to be okay with it. You know, we've took people's ideas on board. People have DMs us, private messages, I text us personally, people who know us, and have come up with all these ideas. So all we've done is put these ideas into practice. Um, and we're being as transparent, I think, in the receipt has been sent to yourself to put on the website. Yes, yeah, I um, think it'll be going on the website, the yes. today, in the payment being mm-hmm. accepted. Um, sorry, yesterday was that they were ordered. They're already being yeah, shipped, yeah. which is good. So they're here on time, but, you know, everything will be accounted for. Just given, um, just given, sorry, go for me, take a chunk out, which is, which is awful, but they take a percentage out. Everything is down on spreadsheets, everything is there and clear as to what goes in and what comes out. So, and we'll continue to do that until the balance is zero within the mm. account. But we'll do our utmost to try and put it to the best use we can, keep taking people's ideas on board. You know, that's vitally important. It's not just a group of 13 people doing this, it's a, it's a fan base of thousands who are, who are deciding what we do. We just take what we think is the best ideas or you know, what ideas people have asked us to do. So, you know, hopefully we can use some of these, you know, as well. I think three of the banners, what, what were there the other day, was quite relevant to the situation, what we're in. I think the dice, the Dogs of War one. Mm, that was a good one, yeah. Brilliant banner. Um, also the Fight, Fight, Fight one. Mm. We can reuse these. So we try to use our heads a little bit. and Think long you know, term. Yeah, you don't just want to, you know, it's a song we sing, it's a flag we'll always use. We shall not be moved. Um, but Everton will be Everton forever. All these things, you know, you're trying to use as, you know, the best you can. Um, so we're trying to put this into practice, hopefully take them into the new stadium as well, which will be really good. But if we can have a few more that are relevant to the situation but we can use going forward, then we'll we'll fund, use the money to fund that because... It's just common sense because originally the plan was we had a meeting a few weeks ago and you know we're gonna have to go fan fan led basically fan funded as a group you know we obviously know things are tight within the club and stuff yeah. like that so you can't rely on the club like we used to to pay for these it, we weren't gonna do that till twenty twenty four and obviously this has come about so the plan was to go fan led in twenty twenty four yeah it was but. Due to before Christmas, we couldn't. Um, we were like, no, we don't think that's that's reasonable to mm-hmm. do. But, you know, obviously, this has been brought forward due to what's gone on. Um, so, hopefully, you know, we can put it into good use and see what comes from it. So, just for the listeners, so when the banners, where do they now go? Because they're absolutely enormous. So, after a game, in, what actually happens to them now? Um, they're in my house at the moment. Right. Um the back in my house. Um, <laughs> they must yeah. take quite a bit of space up. Yeah, Christmas tree's got to go up soon, so they'll have to be shipped. <laughs> Can't put them in baddies. There was mum had 50 boxes in the house the other day, so yeah. she was too happy. Um, That's but, what it means. It's a lot of stuff that yeah, you guys saw. People stuff. forget just how yeah. much stuff you guys yeah. actually have to have to, to run this sort of operation. The club banners the club can keep, you know, because yeah. they, they help us put out the ones that are relevant to the club and the players and the team. But the actual corrupt ones, they back in in my house you know we can't expect the club to have anything to do with them and, and rightly so because it's not for them to get involved and we don't want to hinder anything so 
they're back in mind, so any more 17 metre banners will be coming from my house, I think. <laughs> so if anyone wants to get in touch with the 1878 guys, what is the best way to do it, Katie? What is the best way to, to get in touch with you guys? Or Paul, you, you help as well, don't you? What is, what is the best way to get, into, get in touch with the 1870 for ideas, if they want to get involved, if they want to help? What's the best way, mate? Obviously, Twitter. Twitter DMs. I try and go through them as much as I can. There's loads of like requests, and, but we'll go through the DMs. And if not, email us. I think it's d.1878.everton at gmail.com. If not, the actual email address is on is on the Twitter bio. So, yeah, Twitter and email are probably the best ways or just comment on the tweets or anything. But, yeah, Twitter and emails are the be- the ways that we chat the most or where it'll be easier to get in touch. Perfect. There we go, guys. The 1878s here, a view from the Bullins, giving us a lowdown on everything that is happening with them, what their plans are, how it went against Manchester United and all things against the Premier League. Thanks to Katie for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. In the meantime, keep an eye on all our social media channels for all the latest news coming out of Goodison Park and Finch Farm. Take care and all the very best. Thank you. <laughs>